Lisboa, Bruxelas, Varsóvia. Europe is us with Dino. Europe is us, but who are we? Stay with us and you'll find out. I'm Dino, a Slovenian journalist working at Euronet Plus, a radio network bringing you this podcast. Today's topic, European youth and the media. Today's guest, Jovan Jukic, a student from Serbia. Jovan, please present yourself to our listeners. As you may know, my name is Jovan. I am studying international relations, more specifically international politics. My field of interest is course politics but also European Union and uh, media. I think media in this time, especially nowadays, it's, it's, is extremely important. And yes, I'm currently working as an intern in daily newspaper in Belgrade called Danas. So that's pretty much it. For the third year in a row, the European Commission supported the production of daily content on current affairs from across Europe for and by young Europeans. This year, the call had a budget of 9 million euros, with increased EU co-financing of up to 80%. The call seeks to bring the EU closer to young people, encourage them to become active citizens and connect them across borders. The call is now closed, but should be repeated next year as well. Jovan, where do you look for your sources of information? Uh, well, not just in Serbia, but I think we all look up on the, on the internet because um, it's so fast and easily updated. Uh, but if I want more thoroughly analysis and, you know, deeply, I will look up for uh, weekly newspaper, weekly magazines. I think even though the medias in Serbia are pretty <laughs> are you know, not so good, uh, weekly newspaper are pretty good. You know, uh, the problem in Serbia's media is that uh, we have polarized media. You are either pro-government or anti-government. And unfortunately, there is no in-between. There is no alternative. There is no objectivity. You, you can either praise the, the current government, more specifically the president who has all the power, or you can just deny everything he does and um, that's well in serbia we have a saying that if you want to know about the government you should look up for the opposition media and if you want to know about the opposition rulers and politicians you should look up for the pro-government media uh, but in my opinion i would always prefer uh, those so-called opposition media first thing that comes to my mind is the title of that news because those uh, pro-government are tabloids and they have those bombastic titles uh, but on the opposite those uh, other medias uh, have more neutral sound they tend to be more objective and you can see also in vocabulary also in the those pictures and graphics they put in but Jovan, do you see people using Facebook as their primary source of information in your country? Uh, my generation, of course not. <laughs> now it's the boomer network. Um, I think my generation, uh, our generation, uses mostly TikTok and Instagram for information. Maybe also Twitter, but TikTok and Instagram. Uh, celebrities, singers, actors, uh, even politicians. I think we are all overwhelmed by that kind of... Uh, um, intensity with disinformation 
So uh, sometimes it's hard to choose between the right one and the wrong one, but when you have that much of influence and you somehow still have a power and you need to watch what are you sharing and uh, what, what are your, how to say, intentions. Uh, influencers unfortunately share a lot of misinformation, but um, not just in, uh, misinformation, um, also hate speech against um, minority groups, LGBTQ groups, um, women also. So it's pretty rough. Thanks, Jovan. In our next regular section, The Watchdog's Perspective, we'll look at different topics from the perspective of a journalist. Let's jump from my hometown Ljubljana in Slovenia to Greece. Today's comment was sent to us by Antri Disa, a Greek journalist who was a part of this year's edition of the Youth for Regions media program, supported by the European Commission. Um, the situation of uh, freedom of speech in the media is uh, questionable since uh, the government has uh, has done uh, difficult things uh, in uh, during the pandemic and uh, and this and the police authorities uh, are harshing the journalistic work uh, the main sources of information of youth in, in my country is uh, uh, social media outlets, uh, not outlets, social media like Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram mainly. Uh, our main uh, news outlets are uh, mostly the progressive ones. So the information of the youth is done by social media and uh, news outlets online. Andre Disha, Athens. Leaving Greece now and going back to Serbia and Jovan. Let's actually meet you, Jovan. Please tell us what is your favorite memory. Um, yeah, going to countryside to to be with my grandparents. Uh, it's a village near Berane in northern Montenegro. And what is your worst fear? Bugs. In general, all the insects, bugs, spiders, scorpions. What is your biggest wish? Um, my biggest wish uh, <laughs> to be somehow included with, uh, sorry, to be somehow included in, in negotiations with joining the European Union. In our next regular section, The Voice of Gen Z, in which we present voices of young people from all over Europe, we are traveling from Serbia and Jovan to Bulgaria and Malta. Kristina Dimova from Bulgaria and Christoph Schweiger from Malta will tell us more about fake news which can be found on social media as well. The best place for fake news is, is in Facebook groups where people can share whatever they want because the regulations in Facebook groups are not that hard when you post something on your own Facebook profile because they ha there have been examples for groups which are uh, not that democratic in their opinions uh, in there and uh, they have been banned but uh, it it's really difficult so following through groups in order to find some information um, whether you 
would like to do that in um, in a website, it would be better to do it in a website. But a lot of people in Bulgaria try to do it in Facebook groups because they do not believe uh, in uh, in the media uh, honesty. So I think this um, this is the main place to to find something that is not actually true. And another place is Twitter. Uh, Reddit is kind of like that, but it's also truly, truly difficult to actually ban something from publishing out there. Youths can also be fed disinformation on social media. We all know what it was like in the coronavirus pandemic, so we all know that following the wrong advice could lead to repercussions. But social media is also great. I get to see what all my friends are up to. I see what events are being organized in my community. Sometimes there's also helpful information relevant to my job, for instance, like when a professional shares some inside tips and tricks with the world. In the end, I also use social media to get my own message across. Whether or not it gets picked up is out of my hands, but then it's up to others to either pay attention to what I have to say or ignore it. Back to Jovan. Some Serbian celebrities are using their voice to fight for the freedom of speech. Jelena Karleusza, a famous singer from your country, is a good example, right? Um, I think she has double standards, but that's my opinion. Um, maybe because of fat shaming women, but as I said, that's my opinion. But when it comes to her activity on the social media, I think she could be pointed out as a good example because she stands out for minority groups. Also, she's totally against violence towards women. Uh, she stands up uh, during um, latest Euro Pride. She's, she stands out for minority groups. So I think she's one of the few who uses her um, fame for good. Thank you very much, Jovan, and thanks everybody for your attention. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and listen to what we have to say because Europe is us. Lisboa, Brussels, Varsava.